Chinese noodles, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Hey, Skidoo. I mean, welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Skidoo, Skidoo. Hello. My name with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Great. Hi. It's Hello. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, where we, Skidoo, Skidoo, <laughs> we watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and we want you to watch the movie with us and listen to our podcast at the same time mm -hmm. and we are broadcasting streaming first on mutinyradio.fm is the mission district's own internet radio station uh helping out the community helping out the community the voice of the community this district because that district is their mission it's deep in the mission too it's pretty it's a pretty cool area they have a performance space and they do live shows. So why don't you come on down if you're in San Francisco, uh, Monday at six and uh, Friday, I guess at eight, but th those are shows on mutinyradio.fm. You could check out Joke Workshop. You could check out Pamtastic Comedy Clubhouse, many other shows for you to add to your podcast, as well as us, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. You have to find us by our acronym. We are sponsored by Mutiny Radio. Please donate to Mutiny by going to Venmo and donating whatever you got at Muni Radio. Carl, what is the movie this week? Um, the movie this week is Skidoo. Carl. It's like you're what? skiing and then D-O-O, -O, but it's one word because if you put, make two words, you get this like skiing, ski mobile product. Okay, yeah, we need the one word, like Skidoo, like... Uh, Scoo scoo do looking for you. And there's an exclamation point at the end. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's not wacky enough. You just sing Scooby Doo. You did. I, 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 yeah, I was going to continue, but I don't remember the second verse. Um, it's been a while. Skidoo, skidoo, skidoo. Where are you? you I think you said, <laughs> How are you? That's what I'm saying. I had to stop. I had to bail. I, 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 was, I was in too deep. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to find. The celebrated, venerated, excruciatingly awful movie, Skidoo. One of the rare misfires. Uh, well celebrated. And one of the great things about bad movies is that there's a community of fans. People love mm -hmm. to be in a theater and watch bad movies, and they love talking about bad movies, and they love doing podcasts, and they love doing riffing. They love everything. Everything about bad movies. So yeah. if there's overlap, if we're doing a title that might be a little ripe, first <laughs> off, our show is let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. If Skidoo is on YouTube, yeah, we're gonna watch it. Uh, is yeah, it? so that's the reason why we're picking it. I originally watched this movie in the '90s as a bootleg C uh, DVD that I, I rented from Leather Tongue Video in San Francisco. So it's great that it's on YouTube. You know, it's gone a lot. It, it went official. It was officially released. The soundtrack was officially released. It was on TCM Underground. Uh, it's available now. It's on YouTube. So go ahead. We are talking about a movie 
that we would just rather talk, should be talking over the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So go ahead, Skadoo. Exclusion yeah, point. Yeah, that's what you put in the YouTube search engine. S-K-I-D-O-O, one word, 1968. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh, no, that's exactly it. Oh, our go channel. Ahead. Our yes. channel is Teddy SK89. Teddy SK89. Teddy SK89. Uh, we really <laughs> like this channel. Go ahead and subscribe to that channel, too. We like it. Yeah. And yeah. And then uh, go ahead, Skadoo. When you get to the, click the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. It's a lot to digest. We're going to have a celebrity comedian uh, do countdown the time for us to do it. So, Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Sharon Simon. Welcome, Sharon. Absolutely. I'm very pleased to have you on. I've been knowing you for such a long time. Oh, yeah. We first got to know each other. You were featuring at Scotty's. And gosh, I'm going back like two or three years here. The before times. The before COVID times, right? Yeah, yeah things yeah. were so different then, weren't they? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we didn't even know how great we had it, of course. Yeah. Now, you're a regular at Scotty's. You're there all the time, but you're also yeah. a regular at, like, Broadway Comedy Club, Greenwich Comedy Club, like, all over New York City. Why don't you tell me about what you're doing out there in the comedy circuit, you know, and how long you've been doing it, et cetera? So I love playing Scotty's. It's one of my favorite places to play when I'm in New Jersey, but I, I live in New York City, so I play... Greenwich Village Comedy Club very regularly. I consider that my home club. I'm at Broadway Comedy Club uh, constantly. And then I love going places. I recently worked in Savannah, Georgia, Maryland, the Milton Theater in Delaware. Anywhere they'll have me, really. I've been doing comedy for 20 years. I've been doing stand-up for 20 years, I should say. Not comedy, I've been doing it longer. <laughs> but stand up for 20 solid yes. years wow so yes. we even talked when you were on the train coming back from georgia and and you were it was one of those overnight halls you weren't getting off mm -hmm. that train till 11 in the morning you haven't done it i can't recommend it enough first off i don't think there's anything more relaxing than the feeling of a train sort of judging you back and forth gently it's super super soothing and there's so little effort, like flying, there's so much effort to get on and off the plane and, uh, and driving. Obviously, you have to be alert and awake the whole time. Like, yeah. I, I hung out in the car, I chatted with you, I drank, I rode, I had a great time. Now, one of the things you do at Broadway Comedy Club is a great game show that we all know about called The Mating Game. Tell me about it. So I love the mating game. I was approached during the beginning of the shutdown by someone from People Live TV, which is an alternative to Netflix that's international to host what at that time they basically explained it to me. It was going to be like the dating game, but instead of normal people competing for a date, <laughs> comics would compete for a date. So this is, this is how I like to describe it. And Carl, you're married like I am, so you probably been in the situation I've been in where after a show all of your friends are hitting on the same person and trying to sort of out funny each other the, the mating game is that concept everyone's competing yes for a date with a brand new comic or a model or an actor actress Very someone nice. in the entertainment industry usually but not someone who all the comics know otherwise 
Now you do the mating game pretty regularly there, right? Well, we used to be on Beagle Live TV and on YouTube, but now it is live at Broadway Comedy Club once a month. I heard Broadway was shutting down because of COVID, and that's what I wanted to ask you about next, like how COVID is affecting comedy and affecting your comedy. So here's the thing, Broadway is, is shutting down. You see a lot of Broadway venues that are choosing to shut down, but there's no mandate to mm. shut down. So when it comes to the comedy clubs, the Cove included, they need the comedy shows to continue in order to survive. I don't know what will or won't survive another shutdown. So I have an obligation to mm -hmm. still show up at the clubs and do the best I can to keep my, me and everyone else around me safe. Well, that's very good of you. And um, is COVID affecting your bookings, though, and other places and such? I just had a cancellation for a show that was in, scheduled for March in Connecticut, but that's the only that's the only work-related thing that was canceled. Now, okay, Sharon, how can people find Sharon Simon out there on the internet, YouTube channel, a website? How can they get to you on social media? Let everybody know how to reach you. So my social, my website is Simon Says Laugh. One word, Simon Says Laugh, spelled the correct way. You can find me on Instagram at Simon underscore Says Laugh. Same for YouTube, Sharon Simon Comedy on Facebook. And if you Google me, I come up. I'm everywhere. Yes, I just did Google you prior to this, and you did come up. You came up everywhere. You came up Westside Comedy Club. You came up Mating Game. You came up social media. You're out there. I mean, 20 years in the business, I guess you're out there, right? So 20 years in the business plus the past five years learning everything that I have to do with the Internet. Prior, I was just showing up at clubs and doing um, my thing, but that's not how comedy works anymore, and you have yeah. to adapt. That is really half of it. Simon yeah. says laugh. Okay, so everybody at home is poised to watch this same movie at the same time we do here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Sharon, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. I can't wait. Three, two, one, go. Well, that was a great comedian countdown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of Olive films with a little uh -huh. bit like that. And it's usually the worst movies ever made. They've been re-releasing them. I got to tell you, I, I, lo I love films. I really love them. Yeah. I love films. Oh, I love films, too. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, thought you were really prefacing. I thought you were going to say, but this movie, Skidoo. <laughs> We've I seen Skidoo. Okay, here we go. Yeah, let's get to that's the director himself, Otto Preminger. Oh, I didn't let the audience know. Not only are we watching Skidoo, but it's the great Skidoo switcheroo. Michael has done the research, kind of, and he no. is going to lead us through this film. Let, let's put it this way. We, we want, uh, we're so happy we have listeners. We're so happy that we are approaching our seventh year. Uh, it is the holiday season. <laughs> we're just watching the movie. We've seen this movie. Uh, uh, a lot, a lot better people have talked about this film. I tried looking; it's not in Psychotronic Video Guide, which is crazy. Crazy. But I, I have read it. You know, like uh, I don't know what to say. So we, we, the movie kicks off like in the '60s. Like we watched the movie Head twice. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and it does this it does exactly what auto preminger is doing now it has a television set and someone's clicking the channel and we're just watching commercials and sex and just so they have a remote in 68 yeah it was changed everything you don't have to get up and change the channel no why didn't the director make the choice to make it snowy with vertical hold horizontal hold oh, yeah well here we go here we go I think it's because it's he has a color scheme. The guy's a bit of a professional. I mean, he's a real director. Yeah. This is this is something in bad movies I always call out. It's where you only like the bad film from a distinguished director. Like Fat Cola. Those ladies are <laughs> fine. Oh, and then there's war and the juxtaposition. Oh, now dogs and kids are smoking cigarettes <laughs> over booze. Talking, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I, I just got full disclosure. I do recall seeing this film. And I think it's a good film, actually. Look, well, Carl, we had that conversation uh, right after our last show where we're like, yeah, I don't remember this movie. I, oh, is this the film with Jackie Gleason in it? Yeah. Oh, but I don't remember it. Is this the one where he goes to jail and take acid? Yeah. Oh, I think I remember this movie. Is this the one where Groucho Marx plays God? Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. And he has a boat. Yes. We've seen this movie. So that's kind of why we're taking a little break uh, research-wise. I'm not trying to Welsh on you, Carl. Well, but, uh, one of the great things about this film is we're still seeing Jackie Gleason in his prime. Jackie Gleason was still, you know, he was just about to turn. Are you oh. sure 68? Oh, look, they got matching. She's got her own box with a remote. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's a status symbol. This <laughs> house, by the way. The remote. They didn't spend the budget on this house, right? Like, is this like, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's well Tony lit. Bank's car wash dude. This is all he can afford. He's a car wash dude? Yeah. yeah. He got out of the mob like 17 years ago. So he's like John Wick, right? He was in the mob and he fell in love with, you know how uh, John Wick fell in love with that dead woman? Jackie Gleason fell along with Carol Channing. <laughs> Right, so it's the same same premise, I guess. And uh, and uh, I should bury I I should bury that joke. Uh, but, <laughs> well, yeah, but he they allow Jackie Gleason to get out of the criminal world and live a ho hum suburban life. Now, listen, he was a big deal in the fifties, and he yes. was great, and he's been in great movies, and you're seeing him and you're laughing. In this movie, it's 68, right? So how many years have passed? 10 maybe or 12? Right, yeah, absolutely. But what I'm saying is we're still – okay, you and I saw Billions. Remember Which, Billions? Yeah, 1980. He, he was Jackie Gleason, but he was walking through that role. You know what I mean? Like we didn't see any comedic, you know. I agree. But here we still have Jackie Gleason at the end of his prime, but in his prime. He's funny in this movie. Hey, Mr. Hippie guy, how do you answer oh, that? How classic is that when he meets the daughter? He goes, hey, wait a minute. No, daughter of mine is going to date right. a hippie. <laughs> you can't write like that. Oh, you can't write like that. Yeah, I, I mean, he... I love this film because one of the famous actors, you know the cast in here, the, one of the famous actors is not Bud Court. Oh, your actor friend who looks like Bud Court, but oh, he's no, actually no, he, no, it's not. No, it's not Danny Goldman. Danny Goldman. Oh, well, right there is uh, yeah. Top Cat. Top Cat sitting on the couch edge. That guy sitting on the couch edge. That's yeah. not Bud Court. That's Arnold Stang. 
<laughs> well aged, Arnold. <laughs> Not to me. Well, no, he had a different look. Like I guess Mad 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 World was sixty three, mm. so maybe it's a six year difference or five year difference. Look at the lighting of this place. God, overproduced. And but it's for for what? Look how gaudy this fucking place is. I can't well, get it. No, it's gaudy in your like twenty twenty one mind, but oh, well, no one could afford a place like that. You could walk. You could be living in Montclair and walk into a house that was decorated that way in the 60s. Right. Sure. Look that, at that, that appliance. How it's a swimming pool blue. Yeah, I know. I get you. I know, and also I love the food. It's just like four links of sausage, and then he, when he burns it, it's like, uh, like, I take cooking lessons from from movies. Do you ever do that? Like you watch a movie and you go, oh, that's how you cook Jackie Gleason cooks a sausage. That's how I'm gonna cook it. <laughs> That's interesting. No, I never saw like somebody make something in a movie and go, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna try that." Really? Yeah. I do that all the time. All the time? Okay. Okay, I gotta think of an example, but yeah, no, I'm very gullible. I'm very influential. If uh, there was oh, one I'm gullible and influenceable too. I mean, that's why Are I you? see the commercials when I watch football. <laughs> I just watch the commercials. I don't. I'm not really watching. Well, that's the Super Bowl, but no. Listen, I, I I learned the hard way. You know, I when I started watching football, I mean, we switched to FiOS. I bought the uh -huh. Ford F one fifty. No, I mute the commercials. Oh, and then you stop buying things, right? You see yeah. that thing? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Look, I I got the Gerber Life program for the kids. I mute. I mute. Oh, the Gerber Life pro, yeah. Well, the worst of the look how not Bud Cord, not Bud Cord in there. Arnold Stang, Top Cat, Top Cat. Look at this little. His this is a ho hum Montclair house with a secret compartment where he keeps his gangster stuff. Well, it's like John Wick. John Wick has it. John Wick. Yeah, he took a pick and he cracked the concrete floor, and music, somber music played, and then he cleared out the. See, look, he burnt it already. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a sausage fest. <laughs> but the thing is, you don't walk out on cooking. Right. Yeah, that's but right. Well, that course, taught me. We learned something. But you see, there was an emergency, and they had to get the guns. You make sense why they did it. Do you think, like, the, all these years he's been retired, any, like, noise, he goes, grabs a gun, and goes outside? Yeah. This is the or worst hippie. The plot. Yeah. This hippie, man, like, you ever want to punch a hippie? <laughs> This guy's not going to convince you otherwise. And it's so, like, fake hippie. Like, we oh, have, we so fake hippie. Everything's yeah. so fake. Don't we have a thing, like, about nightclubs and sock hops and uh, yeah. diners and movies that when yeah. you watch them, especially of their time period, it's all fake. Like, when you see, like, a 40s movie where they have a band playing at a dinner club. Well, and, that's what I see. I'm suspicious. I don't know. I just we don't know. know. We weren't around that at a time. Right. But... In the 1980s, you see these movies, and they're in a disco, right? A dance club. And, and, and like, there would be the smoke machines and the beanbag chairs. Right, yeah, it's yeah. It's not yeah. a real place. There is no real, you have to be on the list. Look at that, he knocks him in the head. <laughs> Daddy! Yeah. Daddy, he was like, oh, he's bleeding. And look how he fell with his feet on the, up there. You know, Sus um... Sally Struthers was going to play the daughter, and um, Archie Bunker, what's his name, Carol Channing, was going to play Jackie Gleason's part. 
But this is years before their sitcom, All in the oh, Family. All right, you caught me. I'm lying. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm assuming we did research. We didn't do research. We're watching. Daddy knocked my boyfriend. I'm right. not going to have no hippie in my house. Oh, Carol Channing's outfit is great right now. I know. This is what I'm saying. Like, they're not fucking suburban. Like, they still have that gangster flair to them. Yeah, he's got Mr. Rogers uh sweater on. <laughs> Mr. Rogers doesn't want it back. He's like, you can keep it, Jack. Holy Jack- cow, it's Frankie Avalon showing up on a boat with the Joker. There's Cesar Romero, which uh you know Otto Preminger was also a Batman villain. Uh-huh, that's interesting. The director played Mr. Freeze. Do you remember Mr. Freeze? I I I I don't the answer is yes. Like, I know the name yeah, and I know, know I character. watched him, but I can't think of him in my head. Well, so the, we know Cesar Romero. The Penguin and the Joker. Yeah, so we, though, Cesar Romero just went to cars as Joker. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, violence is just the language of the illiterate. Right, right. Yeah. This movie. How do I know this America. shit? America, answer the question, hippie. What kind of question? A man comes into my house? Yeah, he does have the piss and vinegar that we like about Jackie Gleason in this movie. Yeah, and then it just kind of not phoning it in. Like, look how he's acting right now, right? Yes. Yeah. He's got his his swagger. When you saw him in Mr. Billions, like he was in the room, but he was he was stiff. in the room. Yeah. He's yeah. Just saying his lines. Hey, Cesar Romero, Frankie <laughs> Avalon. <laughs> Holy cow! The Joker. With his mustache. Yeah, I remember the Joker would have makeup over his mustache. Over, yeah. The makeup yeah. would be on the he, mustache. He, he would refuse to shave his mustache. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's a classic mustache, too. Now, think about if we had this Jackie Gleason in Mr. Billions. I'm serious. Oh, be, I'm serious now. I think it would be a good movie. Well, okay. So, so, so during the 60s, right, he has these jazz albums. He's probably doing tours and stuff like that. He has his shtick. And he, this is where he comes. But we know him kind of from the seventies and eighties, where there's Smokey and the Bandit, and then eighties was nothing but nothing in common with Tom Hanks. That was his last film. Yeah, and then that's a good example. I, I, I mean, that was a good film. He wasn't exactly walking through it, but it wasn't the Jackie Gleason you know. No, no, look, it, it, it was kind of he kind of played off the Jackie Gleason, like he was the archetype of Jackie Gleason in that movie. Yeah, right? I guess. Yeah, like when he was out at the club, uh, you know, and dan- um, rocking out to that Dixieland music. And but listen, I got to tell you, uh, in Mr. Billions, like remember in the beginning when? Oh no, I I really should say just for the record that in Smokey and the Bandit, like that was a great reprise. That got he really did a he was fully into it in that movie, energetic. He was yeah. at the top of his game in that movie, even though he had lost it. So you know what's going on. He's learning that this guy, who was one of his best friends in the past, is going state's evidence, and he's got to kill him. And he's in like, jail. I'm retired. He's putting out his markers, what you're saying. Like in John Wick, in John Wick 2, John Wick did the deed. And then this asshole ran over and said, hey, you're back, John Wick. You owe me. 
you owe me big. Kill my sister. Get me on the table. <laughs> I didn't see the John Wick films. I saw the beginning of the first one, so I don't know what you're referring to, but... You haven't seen all three over and over again like I did during the pandemic? That's right. <laughs> it, I, look, I know I'm wrong. I know it's my loss. I know it was a mistake, uh, you know, but the pandemic's over. We're fine. Hey, speaking of the pandemic over, what time do you have on the movie? <laughs> Okay. Uh, 1350, 1351, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1357. Okay, perfect. That's not true. I bet you that's not true. Perfect. Yeah, they're right, they're right outside. I have 1408 right now. Okay. 1412. Okay, yeah, I'm two seconds behind. I'm probably just one second behind you. It's cool. Okay, I'll pause. No, no, it's okay. cool. No, I had pause. I had pause for a second. I already had pause. It's too late. They're driving off. And this fucking pseudo hippie. Look at the fucking car he has. Right, yeah. it's the 1960s, and he's driving around in a jalopy that probably uh, Patty Arbuckle drove to New to San Francisco. I mean, like that's a fancy fucking car. Yeah. If your, par- if your parents have a trust fund, you don't have to fucking advertise. You know, it could be sweet <laughs> about it. <laughs> Well, he did say that. Remember, Gleason said to him, um, if you're such a love and no money person, why are you driving that? You know, why aren't you driving a Ford? You remember? Uh, yeah, the old American Ford. Look at that. Woo, there it is, Carol Channing's legs. Yep. That's she's something cr- good. I got, yeah, I mean, she's great in this movie. She is great in this movie as a comedic actress. I don't know that. It's, well, this the song is like it doesn't help her much, but it's uh, <laughs> you know this this movie really needs a, a delicate balance. Here he is, Tony Banks, car wash. <laughs> hey, fellas. Hey, guys. We'll be back with David Crockett after this. Hey, Tony Listen, Banks, Tony Banks, car wash. Yeah, leave Mama your Ruth lights Moore. on because it's a movie. Leave your lights on. <laughs> hey, he owns this place. This is creepy, right? This is surreal cars being washed as he gets closer look at auto premature with this fucking direction nice and, camera how it went behind and also has a hey i have an ad coming wait, up wait that's not not bud court right yeah that's not not bud court oh that sucks you know i have an ad right now i'm i'm just killing it just keep watching it just keep watching it nothing Listen, i can do um, about it. that might happen if you're watching at home, just skip an ad as quickly as possible and yeah, well, ads at the same time, I guess. Well, we we should uh first off, oh I see. I'm I'm pressing the wrong button. Okay, there we go. Uh I'm at sixteen. Okay, okay, I'm twenty that like okay, I'm like twenty five seconds ahead of you. Okay, I'm at thirty now. Yeah. I'm 35. So there's hippies oh, on the you street. Are? You are? Say yeah. it again. What are you at now? 1641. Okay, then we're fine. I'm two All seconds right. ahead of you. Okay. So now we got the love bus, right? And they're painting. Peace. Yellow. I don't even know how to spell peace, right? Look at this. It's love your sex or put your sex. I think it has a rapey vibe, don't you think? This free uh-huh. love kind of creepiness where they're fucking on the mattress. In 1968, yeah. no. In 1970-something, like 74, yes. What about like this? All the creeps were into it. No, but, I okay, 
this will become creepy because everybody, everybody will start doing it. But when it was these exclusive people in like 67, 68, summer of love 69, right? When it was, that's when it started like in 69 and 70, it became pop culture. And all, if you were a young person, you like, okay, I'm going to grow my hair long. You know, the Beatles did it. It became everyone was dressing hippie. That's when free love turned into like, you said rapey. That's a little strong, but yeah, but cre- creepy, like creepy. Well, that so that bus scene we just saw, obviously it's a set. I've never been in a bus that big, and right. it has like two naked women. We saw some titties. We should acknowledge, recognize, they and were then very uh, painted. But yeah, okay. not the nipples, recognize. And then, uh, but also there was like girls, like children, lady girls. They're like, and it's like, oh yeah, this is what we do. Strangers come on, they take their clothes off and we paint them. Yeah, where's and, like, the it's cre- kid? And, I don't see the kid. There was a kid. Oh, look, there's a baby. There's a baby? Oh yeah, that's right. The world's biggest There bus. is a kid though? All right, I guess that's, that's bad parenting. There is bad parenting. Wow. So I guess it's their titties up, but what about our so our actor, our actress, Jackie's daughter, she's wearing a bra. Yeah, she wears bra and panties and they get painted. God, can you imagine being in that bus? When's the dead this is like hanging out in the parking lot. See, don't you see the kid? He's no. like bored as shit. She's behind the hippie dude, behind Anthony. Uh, I believe you. I definitely believe you. Listen, I think that um this is a real bus. I think they'd probably cut the back off and they're uh, filming, you know, elevated. Tease uh, it. Tease it. <laughs> Stick that up your ass. Oh, you got busted with a joint and a joint clip. How tacky. <laughs> what are you arresting me for, officer? Using a roach clip, you amateur. one of the ways this doesn't work for 2021 is when they were coming up they were singing that song one little two little three little yeah you can't sing that song right well you know look at this hippie that looks like skeeter now look yeah that looks like skeeter that's the skeeter we know and love that's the skeeter we know and love yeah Right, living by the train tracks in that cool ass house with all the firewood. Listen, you know this is nothing about anything, but yeah, that was a cool ass house. Yeah, and, they would yeah. go up. Uh, he lived on the second floor, so you oh, had to go up the lofty well, thing. A fire escape. But it was that long. Now, don't you? I do love the fact that the governor Ronald Reagan is on the wall. Sure, it's. Uh... Yeah, you're right. He's governor of California at this point. Yeah. Right. I like that poster. I I, I wish I had that poster. You know, make make America beautiful. Get a haircut. Yeah, but the guy's haircut is terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's their point. Like, <laughs> haircut, like... Oh, it's parody. Now, Otto Preminger, the director, I know him from Batman. I know him from two Billy Wilder movies where he acted. In Sunset Boulevard, he was the butler. I mean, Stalag 17, he played like a German soldier. Uh-huh. You, uh, Hogan's Heroes is based on that movie. Right. Stalag 17. Right. So he was kind of like a Hogan. Right, right. Colonel Clink. Colonel Clink guy. But not Colonel Clink. But um, Carol Channing is noticing, is that my daughter? You know? <laughs> Don't you know your own daughter? 
Well, I would try to black it out. Be like, that can't be my kid. I must be hallucinating. Ooh, are those beanies? No, those are birth control pills. What? They come in that color? Oh, man, that's mine. Let me light it up. Well, it's a movie prop, you know? Yeah. And he goes, look, see, it's not pot. They're smelling it. It's like cranberry or something. Wait, you got to slow down. I don't, it's like cranberry what? Weed? Uh, No, like Green? incense. Incense. Ew. That's what he's claiming. Well, he's bullshitting them. That looks like Jack Herner to me. That looks like some Kush OG to me. <laughs> so now they're getting... Don't Look at that. No. Ronald Reagan. It's a movie. You know, that's one thing about this movie is that, like, it's not normal parents who have, like, a hippie boyfriend, you know, in-law. It's they're movie gangsters. You know, they're weird. Like, they're all from movies. They're not, like, yeah. real people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now... They're all get, they have to run out of town, and so the daughter's going to go with them. So Carol Channing, Channing if says, you're all going to have to come to my house if it's the only way to get your my daughter home. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> where, so where do you live, ma'am? Uh, Sesame Street? Nellie goes, that's great. We won't be hassled by the cops. And then she's like, yeah, but you'll be hassled by Ralph. <laughs> Party horror, Carol. <laughs> One of these days, Carol. So she's like the bad mom who's like, hey, kids, you can have a party at my house. She's Ma. She's uh, Olivia Spencer. You ever see that movie? That's pretty creepy. I didn't. Should I see it? I didn't see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the Olivia's. Well, let me just preface it. It's the same creative team that did the help with Olivia Spencer. It's the same director. He's the actor who appears in it. Oh look, San Francisco. This is oh. where men where the men's bathrooms are men's bathrooms. Wait, we went to San Francisco. Is this place? Wait a minute. Yeah, oh, that's there... why I was saying in the trailer, I bet you that's Alcatraz. Yeah, this must be Alcatrazy. Now, wasn't the uh there was like a Native American advocacy group that took over Alcatraz in the sixties, right? Seventies for they several years. It. Yeah. yeah. For years? Yes. Wow, they can get away with that, Mike. Let's go to Alcatraz and just fucking own it. What that tourist trap? Look at the bathrooms. Yeah. There's no doors in the stalls. Well, I think it might be they're going to jail. They don't kind of don't care. Oh, with it, but here's one pick, quick pit stop at Pier 17. Pier 17, quick pit stop before prison. <laughs> now Ralph is off to find his old buddy and kill him because that's what the mob do- is doing, and they killed his friend. And ooh, that's like oh, what was that Vince Vaughn movie, Cell Block ninety nine? That's a crazy fucking film. He uh, ultimately he, he gets himself on the wrong side of bad guys, and he has to go in the most horrifying prison in the world to kill a prisoner. Uh huh. Cell Block ninety nine. Oh, yeah. here he is. This is not Bud Court. Here he is. Austin Pendleton. Uh, stick your dick in the hole, sir. And there's You're not Jaws. Thinking... Oh, yeah, it is Jaws. Wearing a MAGA hat. Uh, Alcatraz and uh, Auschwitz outfit. Richard Keel, that's it. Richard Keel is Jaws. Yeah. My oh, no tattoos. Look at that, not Bud Court. My goodness. Now, but Austin, wow, look at him now. Austin Pendleton is not your not but court. It's another guy. Yeah, I know. 
He's also not Danny Goldman. Well, he has like when he gets aged, you know, people will probably recognize him from the Muppet movies. Or uh, mm-hmm. uh, he was in Rust Never Sleeps. I remember that the Wall Street uh, sequel. He's like, "Are you sure, Charlie? I'm giving you all my money." Uh, <laughs> and then, oh, my favorite Christmas movie is Christmas with the Cranks with Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. That's your favorite, Chris? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Run off to the. Uh, what, but the, the town, yeah, but the, his neighborhood won't let him. They're right? Like, no, you got to do Christmas. And he goes, Dan, Danny, what's his Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd was like, "Where's yeah. Frosty?" Listen, Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis was in Trading Places, yeah. and then they do Christmas with the Cranks, and there's a scene where Jamie Lee Curtis is wearing a bra, and you just go, "Oh, yeah." Well, you know, maybe they're calling. Uh, they think they think they're being cute and calling. No, I I just said, "Oh gosh, I remember when I was 13, and I saw you know." Jamie Lee Curtis, oh, topless in, yeah. yeah, she was topless in Trading Places. Right. A lot of things you can't do in Trading Places. I don't think they would allow, like, a, well, yeah, you could like sodomize a guy, I guess, in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. So he gets, what, he's just, like, back in the charm. Now, look at this, like, Hamburglar. Like, I bet you in 68, people in their mind had this vision that when you're in prison, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. those... Stri- I don't want to call them stripes because they don't stripe well, vertical. It, it makes me hard to watch. I mean, because it, it reminds me of the Holocaust. It reminds, even Life is Beautiful had the same kind of prison outfit. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. all that's missing is a star. So it's a little awkward for me. It's awkward for me. Uh, it, but, but they're totally yep. not in the Holocaust. Uh, no, I know. I have to remind myself this movie is, uh, has nothing to do with anything. But, uh, and then I go, okay. The bus, but anyway, Austin Pennington in Christmas of the Cranks, he's the Santa Claus. Right? Uh-huh. You know, in the beginning, like he's got to find an umbrella and there's Santa and he's like, ah, oh, fuck you, Santa. And then an awning, all this ice lands on Tim Allen and he's like, damn you. And Santa's uh-huh. laughing. And then he does a good deed at the end, Tim Allen. And Austin shows up and not only is he the real Santa, he's the real Santa. He rides off in a sled at the end of the movie. In Christmas with in the crank, uh, yeah. I guess I don't remember the ending. You don't remember Santa Claus uh, existing and flying off during the end credits? I not maybe I need to watch it again, but I might regret it. I remember he goes down to the tanning <laughs> bed. I remember yeah, right. He gets the, Botox. There there's was a, a priest. There's a great scene in that movie where they're at the mall, and it's like Joe Roth directed it. He's like more of a movie exec, but there's a scene where they they're supposed to be in mid chat, and then the scene starts. So you can really see Tim Allen just coming out of the blue. And he's like, I forgot what he said, but it was like the only funny moment where he actually sounded like a person. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Christmas with the Cranks. I recommend it. So Austin Pendleton plays the magic Santa, this guy in the top bunk. Uh-huh. He's he, not not Danny Goldman plays. Yeah, not Danny thing. Goldman. But he, he has more of a face of like, when he gets older, he has kind of like a squishy, like lovable oh, face. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so whereas Bud Cord, I guess he has a squishable, lovable face. What a party! Definitely, I don't know. Don't you, you don't see why I'm saying it? Like he's washing hippies' hairs. Ma, are you washing hippie hair? <laughs> She's not a bad mom, like you said. No, but there was a woman in the Bay Area who got busted for like throwing parties for for uh her kids Under. friends yeah. yeah it was drinking and then she would like initiate sex uh 
things, you know. Wow, you know, um, he's a party mom. mom is in the eyes of the beholder. <laughs> I mean, at fifty-five, that's reprehensible. At at like fourteen, hey, you're yeah. Mom, oh, cool. Well, that's why. You, that's why you should check out the movie Ma. M A. He got really fucked over in high school. Actually, it's based on a movie we saw. Remember National Lampoon's Class Reunion? Yes. So that was written by John Hughes. And they go to a reunion, and this guy they made jerk off, who made her, his sister jerk her off because they both, they did a prank on him, a sexual prank on him. He uh-huh. gets scarred and he gets, seeks revenge. And in Ma, there's something not as, like, you know, broadly comedic as National Lampoon, but the, the kids had tricked her in some kind of sex prank uh-huh. and it scarred her, and now she's a psycho. And wow. there's one. One moment when Juliette Lewis is there as a mom, and the kid is watching a John Hughes double feature. They mention John Hughes's name, and it has to be because they stole the plot to his old movie. That sounds like homage. Oh, of course, homage. You're just nodding, like, yeah, we know this movie. This ridiculous movie that had a similar thing. We're going to acknowledge it. You know, I mean, only a person like myself who's seen both movies will be like, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. Look at this. Look at Frankie. Well, yeah, Frankie Avalon is like the son or cousin of the mob guy, and now he's become a mob guy, and he's like all full of himself, and we'll see that comedic, uh, I know you know. Yeah. Where's my father? Was Frankie like deep into this at this point? Oh, right. Like he went to jail and they're not selling him. So when the Joker went over to tell him, you got to go kill this guy, Frankie Avalon was along. And that's when we learned, this is your little cousin. It was my, you know. Oh, yeah, right. Ready, Freddy. Frozen foods. There you go. This looks better than what I had for dinner. Oh, yeah. Ready, Freddy is, is a good company. I don't care if the food's frozen. I just want to make sure it's cooked. There you go, Jackie. Party ha. Party ha. Now oh. here's the Riddler. Yay, Frank Corshin. Holy snap. We have all sarcastic. So the that was 66. So he must have, like, there's a lot of stunt casting in this movie. Uh huh. Yeah, he, he was but, the Riddler. This director, like, he made uh, a lot of famous films, you know, like the one I remember is Bunny Lake is Missing. It was like a detective yarn. Or, I don't even remember. It was a weird movie, but he made Did these four <sighs> No, but if okay. it's on TCM, watch it. Like, because I, I haven't seen it. I've watched the oh. Saul. The intro is one of those cool 60s Saul Boss uh, animated, like, ding, 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 you know, Bunny Lake is Missing, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and uh, I never got past that. Every time I watched it. So I don't, you know, but this, I've seen Skidoo dozens of times. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like, I don't remember, I don't, I understand he wasn't a good person to work with. Like he was kind of a asshole, but you know, I, he was a good enough director that I should at least see his other films. Instead of just saying, yeah, I saw Skidoo a hundred times. <laughs> you know, uh, Jaws is, looks pretty young here, and it's definitely before Moonraker and uh, the other yeah. one. What was it? The Spy Who Loved Me? No. He was in The Spy Who Loved Me first, right? And then he yeah. showed up at the main and guy. And then Moonraker, because he was getting called back. He fell in love with the, the I was little, about to little say girl. that. 
And yeah. she had braces too, and they both smile. Creepy. <laughs> I got an ad. I got an ad. It ends at five, four, three, two, one. God. Oh no, I got another ad. Another ad. Yeah. Wait, Carl, do I have Medicare? Let me check. All right. <laughs> Uh, I'm at uh, 3313. Just let me know where I should be. Okay, 3330. Okay, great. Two. Perfect. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Look at that, San Francisco. God, what a great view. I know, I'm a little slow. <laughs> so, like, Frankie's impressed with himself using his modern electronics that we probably think look big and clunky. I think this is a pretty cool San Francisco pad. Not since Dudley Moore had that place in uh, Foul Play. Uh-huh. Foul play. Was that the one where he was the conductor? No, that takes place in Manhattan. No, this one, you know, we had discussed about this movie and it, it frustrates me. And I can imagine our listeners get frustrated when we're like, who was that guy? He was overweight <laughs> in, that, in that Burt Reynolds movie. Uh, well, I it, didn't do full research this time. I didn't do any research this time. So I was there the research. What's there the research? Otto Preminger made a hippie movie comedy and it's awful. Yeah. Like, I don't even know, like, I had misgivings. The fact that it's on YouTube is the reason why we're watching it, because yeah. it's we want to celebrate it. But it's like Donald Trump. You can't make fun of a parody, you know? This movie is already bizarre as it is. <laughs> what am I going to add to it? Nothing. So he was expecting this sexy redhead to show up, and instead it's Carol Channing going, where's my husband? Where is my husband? He's really so I is he trying to? Is he trying to mack on her? No. But Carol Channing is, he's, she's getting kicked out. So Carol Channing is being cunning and brilliant and flipping it and going, what a great place you have here. And it touches his ego, you know, oh, all these electronics. <laughs> now she starts dancing. And I know, like, I love her. Minute, sister. I met her. I didn't meet her. I was at a show where her and Mark Saul were there. Uh-huh. The late Mark Saul. So you got an eye full of her. Yeah, well, they had done like a, it was in San Francisco and there was like a public, uh, uh, con you know, like one of those in conversations with, and they had one with Carol Channing and then they had one with Marcel and they uh -huh. did, they did it twice in one day. And I was there for the second show for Marcel and the, the moderator says, you know, Carol Channing was here. She runs on stage. She's like, hi, hi, hi. Oh, that's great. Listen, that if was, you don't yeah. like her, just change the Channing. <laughs> that's what I keep telling people. You don't have to watch. You can watch Why? a different Channing. Yeah, right. Stop complaining. Well, you know, do you think Otto picked her because of same bad time, same bad Channing? <laughs> right. That's a bit of a stretch. That's a good one. No, there's so many Batman. There's the Riddler. There's the Joker. Riddler. There's Joker. Yeah, the Holy Trinity. Bat Channing. It's directed by Mr. Freeze. Yeah, same <laughs> Bat Channing. <laughs> Jackie Gleason never got to be on that show. Was Frankie Avalon a, a villain? I don't think so. Uh, you know, he would have been a great choice for a villain uh, on Bat. You know, we we watched a bunch of we watched the beach the surf movie that they skied right that bizarre ski movie. God, look at Carol, she's sad. Well, Are you trying the to seduce me? Well, has rung, right? And so uh, he's like, "You got to leave. My redhead is here." She goes, "When she 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 sees me, she'll leave." He was she's trying to be cunning, and it was working. But then he won up her. 
Yeah, weird. So she's suffocating in the sub basement, in the crawl space. <laughs> yeah. Buried alive. Buried. Ryan Reynolds is buried. Oh, I have so much paperwork. I thought I could leave the office at five. Buried. <laughs> that would be my my horror movie. What do you mean I got another email? <laughs> what was that movie? Was it Jeff Bridges and he played a serial killer and it, there was infinity in it and his daughter and oh there was guy who was writing a book about his missing girlfriend and the new girlfriend would have none of it. I, I'm gonna have to dig Jeff Bridges, you say, eh? Did he have a beard or is he clean shaven, Jeff Bridges? He was clean shaven, but he was like weirdo. He walked slanted and he was like almost like he had a, had a stroke. Was he like kooky weirdo or was he serious no, weirdo? No, he was serious weirdo. Yeah, he does. Now, he does. He, so the daughter comes in, is like, where's my father? And he's kicking her out and she's doing exactly what Carol Channing did. And now he's really sending the redhead packing. Yeah, look at her. Oh, look at that San Francisco fucking. So, wow, wait a minute. So they must live in the Bay Area. I thought this was Los Angeles movie. I mean, oh, uh, no, so, I, uh, no, I think I think it's definitely the Bay Area. I yeah, don't know. Look at that, that view. Houses, look at the bridge. See, there's the. Yeah, there's the Golden Gate. The oh, yeah. it's not the Bay Bridge. Remember our tribute to the Bay Bridge. <laughs> right, I love that. We uh, we were on the uh, Golden Gate, Gate Bridge. Talking up the Bay Bridge, showing footage of it to the left. Right. Yeah, we moved the camera for stuff showing the uh, iconic International Orange Bridge. We moved we the camera about to the right. How it was constructed and what you know pirates think and how the Golden Gate Bridge looks all rusty. He's trying to. He's Matt Lowering her. Locks the door, puts presses a button, and closes the curtain. <laughs> it's all your fault. See, yeah, the uh, that that uh, potential young woman movie. It's all it flips this on the head. She'll be like, she'll suddenly not get so. She'll get sober, and she'll be like, "What are you doing, Frankie?" <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I thought you were unconscious. Carol Channing. Yeah, mom. Awkward. Buried alive. Hey, was mama. Oh, hello. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I'm so embarrassed. Look at my wig. Look at my bra. Oh, there we go. Yeah, see? Oh, my cleavage is showing. I'll hide it with a pillow. <laughs> Look what at her face, She's like, don't you know I'm acting? I know. Yeah, she's the only one acting in this movie. I love the Mobius he has. The mobile. Whatever the fuck. Mo. Yeah, the remote. Uh, it's the Remobius. whole thing, right? Click, 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 click. What? He got it messed up. Oh, the tree. Oh, right. This is the gangster thing. Oh, yeah. That's who's under who. Yeah. So funny. Who's See, that that's who? like that. Then again, John Wick, there's a secret organization. This is more like Fargo, I guess, where they have like a, a business of, of crime. The TV show Fargo, not the actual movie. I think that was the um, the 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 season with that super famous guy who played Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, Ian McGregor, right? He plays twins in that one. I like that yeah, one. That was a good I really season. I like that one. 
you know, the, I saw the second season first and I was like floored. I just thought, wow, this is what a great TV show. And I watched mm -hmm. the first season and I went, holy fuck. Yeah. And the third one was all right. You know, it's strained at parts. And the fourth one, you know, happened. The it was, third one again. The third one was with Carrie Coon and uh, she goes to Los Angeles uh, for, and uh, uh, I think that's the one with Ian McGregor. Oh, yeah. Then that, yeah. I liked that series. That subplot got a little, it was good when you, when you would you would learn how he used to be an author and you learned the backstory. Yeah, right. It was that, good. It was good. Yeah, it was, you know, it was fun. It's fun to audience. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. But and then the fourth season I, I liked, you know, I don't I didn't think it was as stellar as the other ones, but you know, I, I I'll I'll vouch for it. I thought there was some great performances. You're you not know? gonna not watch it when you watch the other season. That's the thing, it's like, you know, you watch twelve episodes of a show, you so you invest thirteen hours of your life. And then when you're gonna say, Oh, it's hippie away. Yeah. I'm trying to think where they're at. I can tell for sure. I don't know if it's a famous hotel or just like well, all of the years I um, spent in San Francisco, I can clearly see that that's Notting uh, Gate. <laughs> Notting Gate. Yes, yeah, Notting Hill. And no, Notting Gate. And look, you can see down, you see the um, panorama. I oh, it must be, you know what? A diner in Jersey, they have that painting. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, that's Quake Tower. Right there, that tower behind in the back. Yeah, and there's the Francis Lightning Rod. It's yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah, it's in Frisco. I, I, yeah. I, uh, of all my years there. That's Bill Graham's penis. When he said Bill Graham presents, <laughs> people didn't realize it was a, a tower of his penis. Presents. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Maybe that was uh, at Curvy Street, Airflow. Look at this. Ah. I'm actually missing you. Look at him with this cigarette. He it's even writes like Jackie Gleason. I got to write all caps with a smoke yeah. in my hand. He doesn't know that in the future that'll mean yelling. <laughs> she gets a little louder. It's like, all right, calm down. Dare Carol Channing. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Turn that letter down. You. <laughs> I know that you know then I know that you know you miss me. <laughs> and I know that you know. Love it. Love it. Uh, I got a need to address the wife. Now, I really <laughs> like this scene because the hippie gets rejected. And, you know, I've always been smug and smart. Yeah, right, yeah. So he gets rejected and he handles it, you think. And then all of a sudden he's not handling it. He's trying to do go with Mickey oh, Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Oh, he Mickey plays Rooney. He's a jockey in this film. He's been in so many bad movies that's unbelievable. He'll yeah. he'll do anything, and because yep. he needs to, there's a certain point where he just couldn't get work. But you know, he did these. He did this. He did a beach blanket. Uh, uh, bingo. No. With uh, uh, Frankie Avalon, you know, he he showed up and stuff. So he's like, he's the gangster that uh, Jackie has to kill? Yes, exactly. His former best friend, and now he's a big shot, which kind of doesn't make sense in the plot because he's turning state's evidence. Why would he do that? Well, maybe he's just playing all the angles. Oh, no, now he knows. 
Oh, wait, oh, someone's talking to him through the TV, right? Yeah, because not Bud Court is an expert with electronics or technology or some shit. And there's he no way. He would talk through the TV. No, there's no a way. way. No, no, yeah. Okay, what? All right, 1968. Here's the TV. Go ahead, yeah. show me the way. If show you me have the way. a wire, okay, okay, okay. If you right, have pretend- a wire, like a phone wire or something, if you have a, I mean, they wouldn't have cable. But if you've got an electricity line, as long as you can isolate it, so no electricity's flowing through it. That's no, like I, I, I call malarkey. A microphone. Yeah. No, you just send, you know, like a mic, one microphone. To, it, it's absolutely possible. Malark. Okay. This is this movie just suddenly got unrealistic for me. I call bullshit. I call bullshit on this movie. This is Poppy Cook, young man. Oh, are you the manager? Excuse me. I'd like to talk to your manager. Oh, I'd like hang to talk on. to TV, please. Kevin. Kevin. That guy wants to talk to you. I heard that. <laughs> Get a load of Fatso here. <laughs> Excuse me. It's Flatso. Mr. Mike Splatso, man. Go get Harvey. Uh-oh. He's still talking to TV? Yeah, he's talking to Jackie Gleason, and I don't remember. My memory of what's going on is fading now. I Henry, haven't what is the midpoint? Forever. Well, I think they're reminiscing, but he kind of realizes that that he's there to kill him. Oh, he does realize? Okay. I think so. Yeah, you know, seeing Jackie's face, uh, I'm caught, and he's... But he's cool about it? I don't remember the details. See, so this is a kind of a hazy area for me. Like, I forgot how he... At one point, he's going to take acid, and then he's going to shrink and walk out of the prison or some shit like that. He gets out of the prison by balloon. We saw it in the trailer. Oh, right. That's right. I, I, You were like, that's Alcatraz. I'm like, no, that's Warner Brothers. He broke the third wall here like crazy. Yeah, he's not, is he talking? Well, he's talking to Jackie, but he's staring with yes. the camera. Yes. Yeah, well, that's a director's choice. Yeah, and you don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. I see what he's doing. Like, you know, it's like this is the most well-lit movie I've ever seen. You can see the shadows of where the lighting. <laughs> I mean, look, look, just like like you know, house, no prison has lighting like this. You know, a movie will have lighting, but these are interiors, and he just lights it well. He knows what he's doing. He can produce a movie. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's look vibrant. at those shadows. Look at those shadows. That's what I'm saying. Look at these shadows. No, but that looks. Yeah, maybe because it's a jail. But I'm saying, like, you don't think these were unintentional? This was intentional. Uh, I think it was that... intentional. I do. Yeah. So he had this in mind. Yeah. Look how he's got the chain from the wall, and you see the yeah, shadow. Yeah, three different shadows. over them all the time. There's one Jackie Gleason shadow. He's got a cap, and he's moving his arm back, and he's moving his other hand this way. And then there's another one where he's riding a bus. Oh, like a shadow puppet? Yeah, like the famous scenes from Jackie... There's what was his character like Google the drunk the Google Gehamin? Oh, you're talking about like on his variety show or something? Yeah, right. Oh yeah, I he did, did a lot. Those, but my recollection is not strong. So I what was the deal with the honeymooners? Honeymooners was a sketch within a variety show, right? He and then first, mm-hmm. and they were able to to whittle it to 22 minutes and syndicate it, and that's what we know and love. 
39 uh, episodes. No, it was, well, the short answer, I guess, to is yes. But the thing is, they did it as a sketch on the variety show, and it was just a hit. So we, they would bring it back all the time, and then it became like a 15-minute segment. So eventually it just became a pilot, and they, they launched a series. No more variety show. He was just doing the honeymooners on his own. Now, those variety show ones are the lost episodes? Yeah, that sounds right. Because I remember the lost episode. They were like, we found them on Cinescope. Yeah, right. And it's like those 15-minute segments or something like that. Yes. Okay, now this is the part we remember. We remember this part. Groucho, look at the Groucho company. Way to go, Grouch. Yeah. He's with Imam. Your mom? He's with, who did David Bowie marry? Oh, Iman, I guess, right? Iman, Iman. Yeah, it's glamorous. Ooh, full back all nudity. (laughs) That's right. I thought of you, Carl, walking in Los Angeles. There was a woman who had full back all nudity. I I said, wow, look, full back all nudity. She said, listen, you fucking creep. You're twice as old. Yeah. Oh, oh, excuse me, ma'am. I'm dressing you with my eyes, (laughs) ma'am. I was. I was dressing her with her eyes. I'm not a creep. I'm dressing you with my eyes. She's like, my back is back here. I got to do that at the open mic somehow. I'm, that's just the punch. I'm dressing you. Whoa. A, oh, full that? crackle nudity. That's what I went, whoa. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Oh, so they got to approach God to say what? Bring Jackie home? Um, no, I think that, I don't remember. But, yeah, they're going to him to say, please free my father. That's why they're going. And no, Frank Avalon's that... bringing him, her because he's got a crush on her, I guess. And I guess uh-huh. the hippie made it. Yeah, I know. I'm glad. Now, what kind of beard is, is Groucho sporting? Is he, it's not his old man real mustache, right? Let me it's take a, it's, it looks like the old grease paint from the 30s. Because at a certain point when he was doing the show, there we go. Look at that. That's yeah, his old grease paint. paint. But when he was doing You Bet Your Life, he had a regular full-on mustache. Well, yeah. I mean, that was really past his prime. It was, uh, uh, he didn't need to touch <laughs> the shtick. Yeah. Well, we saw A Night in Casablanca, which was one of our last good movies. And- well, I think it was their last film. No, and, no, they did like they've done they last as a as a group, I guess, but they they did like the big store and so they, know, you, they did segments. Yeah, well, there's well, there's a famous Cecil David Mill Ten Commandments that had like I think Groucho in one scene and Harpo in another, mm-hmm. but they did like I, I have a box set of like cheap DVDs of like the other movies that uh, the Marx Brothers did, and you know there'll be other people involved, and the Groucho will come in and say something and. It was not a none of the energy. What? Oh, he took the acid already. <laughs> Look at his Jackie Gleason eyes. He I would know. never do that in Billions, right? Well, Billions, I don't think. I think he's like, I'm a character actor. Give me some of that blotter pad, Milton. You remember in the beginning of Billions when they were pretending to be Western? Mr. Billion. Yeah. Right? They were over in Italy picking him up. Remember, Jackie? Yeah. They were, they were at a restaurant. This is Bud Spencer, who was famous for having uh, being part of a comedy duo, but his American premiere was without his buddy. Uh-huh, with, without. Yeah. And it was uh, 
it winds up he he had an inheritance and uh jackie gleason was trying to prevent him from getting it that sounds like billions yeah so uh, what i'm saying is imagine in that restaurant scene if we were seeing this jackie gleason like they come in and they start shooting up his eyes would go oh what the fuck is going on you know yeah i agree with it i mean he's acting right now he's tripping balls and uh as an actor i must prepare to trip balls i think he probably never really did acid because his acting is like i'm crazy i'm not sure what i'm talking about but so I guess not Bud Cork slipped him the acid. He didn't give it to the religious guy because he didn't want to hear it. Well, I'm tripping balls. <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl. <laughs> he took the drug juice. Speak to my eyes. Yeah, right. How many fingers are my are you holding up? Six. You didn't <laughs> take all the drug juice, did you? Listen. Carl, I drank all the drug juice. Look, I saw the drug yeah, juice. You're supposed to take a little bit. Whoa. I didn't realize there was going to be homework in this movie. <laughs> oh, it's hullabaloo with six numbers. Plus, no, six plus five equals nine. Well, I mean, it's rudimentary math. It's Ella. Uh, something's missing from this movie. Four. I like this movie. You were knocking it so bad. Yes, I'm knocking it now. It's a piece of shit. Listen, uh, I like I like Monkey's movie. I like Head. That was a great movie. That was fun. <laughs> it was it was criticizing the the vapidness of the pop culture and that they well, helped that make they were made vapid. Them, right. They were vapid before that movie. Right. Well, and the movie was shot in a vapid style. Oh, Gento is there. Hey, look, he's. He's clipping it. I've never. God, it does not seem like I would not want to drop acid with Jackie Gleason. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. Have a bad trip because he was always so bossy and pushy. You know, he was hiding insecurities. What's uh -huh. that screw about? Uh oh, God. The screw's loose. Uh, loose screw. Groucho was so famous. All they had to do for this scene was go out to a novelty store. I shit you not. Another ad. Okay. I should have watched, I should have moved the movie to the end and restarted it, which is the only way you could do it. We should have figured out before this. Well, we yeah. just wanted to do this film. All right. Uh, well, look, look, people listening at home, go to the YouTube channel. Usually the day after this is released, I put it on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Look for Skidoo on the YouTube channel. You just <laughs> click on it one click and you're watching the movie with us. And if you can't find it, just call out. Skedew. Skedew. <laughs> you gotta throw up in a sink. By the way, that poster that Pendleton put up is pretty gross. Uh-huh. What the is guy's, it? He's, the guy's eating out of Uncle Sam's ass. Ew, really? Oh, I think my vice versa. I think Uncle Sam's eating. Yeah, mm -hmm. look, it, it's right by I his bald head. That, I think that people who eat ass are bottom feet. They are totally. It's not kosher because you're they, they chew their own, own cud. Whoa. In the sink? That's unheard of. Get out. I also have a daughter. She smiles sometimes. What? Oh, the stopper. Oh, look, it's the hamburglar. He's gone from uh, burgers and money. 
Mickey Rooney. I didn't know there was going to be a jockey in this film. No, that's Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, stand up. Don't take. I am standing up. Hey, there we go. Look at this. How, does he remember what Mickey Rooney looks that? like? Oh, that's that Peter Lawford. Not friend. No? no. Isn't it Peter Lawford? I don't know. I don't know who that is. He was, he was one of the Rat Pack guys. He was. A, oh, that's cool. Yeah, he was not a pleasant guy. Worth his salt. I bet you I would have liked him. Oh, look at those eyes. Yeah, you're right. Acting Jackie Gleason. He was in uh, uh, Cincinnati Kid, right? He was, no, he was in The Color of Money and the film beforehand, The Hustler. And that was like a famous movie. Cincinnati Kid was the poker one with the guy from Bullet. Right, but wasn't his adversary uh, Jackie Gleason in that movie? Minnesota Fats or some bullshit? I know he was Yeah, I saw that film and I don't know why I can't remember. Yeah, they played stud at the end, five card stud, which is a crazy mm -hmm. game to play. I've been stud being it. Uh, yeah, you don't actually have to get a, a tongue stud. It's just, it's just, a, it means it's only five cards. Uh, what's oh, this thing is still going on? What this is it is, called? A, a tongue stud? Did you call? Yeah, isn't that you get your tongue stud. pierced? Maybe I can do the joke if if you have it. Unstud, USD, USD. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. You know, that's you could get disease on it. I mean, look at the name. You can't spell stud without STD. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you're a stud, all right. SUD uh, or ear. An STD. Look at that. Like the guy's sticking his, he's tonguing uh, Liberty's ass. Oh, uh -oh. Wow. I am at 5905675989. Oh, a couple seconds behind you. Just a couple means two or uh, Well, right now um, I moved I moved I moved ahead. I'm now at 5915. 22 23 24 25. All, All right, right, I'm on 25. I'm on 25. There Great. Fine. That works. Hey. Pendleton just gave him a uh, yeah uh, shaving thingy, a shaving cream. I use those. Those you are do? great. Yeah, man, you get to lather your whole face. Yeah, I don't. I have so little hair. I shave dry, Mike. You, your skin must be a fucking mess. Yeah, you know me all my life. Is it a fucking mess? I just thought your skin was red because of your alcoholism. <laughs> I didn't realize it's because you don't <laughs> use lubrication when you shave. All right, I just put on the video. All look, right, look at this. Look, look, look. look. Yeah, look, I see. Look. Yeah, look at that. It's There's fucking no red, like a baby. <laughs> you had three kids. Their asses must have been redder than your face. What the hell? Yeah, look, I shaved this I morning. Like I shaved this morning, and you can see stubble. Actually, I'm getting like that pudge face where I need to have a beard, and I don't want to go that route. I'd rather just. Front of well, me. I went that route of beard like to find shit when you can't, you know. Yeah, but you know, That's my my father it. and my uncle, we all look like this, so you know, might as well keep the tradition going. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't shave for like a six days and it was like fucking fuzzy as shit and it was driving me up the wall. Yeah, when you first have a beard or a mustache, it does bother the fuck out of you. Yeah. After about a week, whoa, I'm into her. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not literally. I want well, to be into. But the hippie's not. Look at that. Get out of here, Frankie. She's having the time of her life. Uh-huh. She's cracking up. Or her backside is cracking up. Crack. Come here, you hippie. Oh, she's chasing the hippie around the boat. That reminds me of that old sailor song. It chased the hippie around the boat. Does the bring him in the rigging? Bring him in the rigging? Remember that from the Sex Pistols movie? Till there's nothing left to do. Hey. You know, I, okay. Did that, I don't know. I don't think so. Did that movie ever really get made? Is it a yeah, 100% movie? Yeah, absolutely. It's okay. a 100% movie. Rock and roll swindle. The great rock and roll swindle. And a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of new songs, but it's usually just Steve Jones or whatever. And one of the songs they did was like this sailor's chanting. There we go. Finally, Hippie gets a clue. Jesus Christ. Don't you get it, Hippie? Get off of me, Groucho. What do you How think you are, Chico? To get an audience with God. I mean, they just pulled up on a boat. Right. Look at it. He has the, the mouth of Groucho and the hands of Chico. <laughs> he just keeps on pawing her. Yeah. You do. So he has. Well, I'm trying to. I'm gonna have to play the voice. I, I'm gonna have to raise the sound. I want to hear what Gretchen sounds like. Okay. He's great. Jesus, he's like those comics are always on, and when I mean I'm always on, I mean I'm here stuttering and I'm still riffing. <laughs> I I gotta tell you, incoherent mumbling. I just think he is incoherent mumbling. But but the thing is, it's not like he is riff. I mean, <laughs> look, he's yeah, there. Yeah, way to go, Groucho. Look, our hippie friends getting fucked. Fuck. Look at that. I'm disapproving of you for the first time ever. Right. Hey, you Mom. know what? She rejected him, and then she shows up, and he's uh, getting it on. The Riddler. Oh. Here's your bucket of slop. Hey, you like my cap? It's gonna make America great again. <laughs> good, dude. Oh, he's gonna train you. Now you're a trainee. Here's your, your red cap. Oh, so he's oh you're gonna kill you're gonna kill him, see, with this knife. Let me kill him with this. Look at yeah, Jackie is alive. He's alert. He yeah. gets a look at the the knife. <laughs> that poster Kids for peace. Ew, I see it now. Yeah, that's what I'm what saying. I mean, what? A, that's 1968, dude. That's 53 oh, years old. That poster. Goodness. That's the yeah, one that's poster right. I'm going to see. I want to talk to those with that. Those people today, that picture they're ashamed. They're probably. But I'm, I'm saying there's a whole new generation who's like, yeah, I did. That's called foreplay. Well, maybe not being forced to. They're forced to lick the ass of America. <laughs> Heavy. Oh, you. When you say it, it sounds so negative. Is it supposed to be like? Is that guy an American? Hey, wait another... a second. See the red band? Now you get a Holocaust vibe. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like it's yeah. it's and I it has to have some 
He was in the movie Stalag 17. It's not like no, it's a, no, it's just the stereotype of what prisoners look like to people who go to the Rommel. movies in the 60s, right? Right. And they say Robble, Robble, and they steal your hamburger. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I told him he could keep it. I said, yeah, I gave it to him before he stole it. Kind of undercut the burglar. <laughs> hamburger. Uh, no, I want you to have it. I gave it to you. You didn't steal. Do you ever watch Dora? The Explorer? Yeah, and there's Swiper, right? Yeah, but, you know, I keep telling them, don't, no swiping. Right. See, that's the thing. Like, I used to work with this lady, and she would talk about how frustrated her kid was with Swiper, that idiot. Swiper, <laughs> no swiping. Hey, I'm a criminal. I'm gonna swipe, you know. They call me uh, Swiper at work just because I was on Tinder a lot. Is he coming down now? Oh, I hit an epiphany. Oh, epiphany. I'm peeking. So what? So tell us your epiphany. It was, uh, it was, uh, remember that game show where he doesn't remember the answer? Well, can I pitch you on an idea I had? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like in the center of a building, right? There would be this box. You'd get in it and you'd select the floor you want to go to. And then by a series of like weights and pulleys, it would rise you to that floor. And that way you don't have to take the stairs. Wait a minute. They would physically move the building and keep the box in place? No, the box would move. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is just my elevator pitch. (laughs) Love it. Love it. I'm working on it. Well, uh, and then you're like, yeah, sounds good. What about the soundtrack? Oh, I would say, that's the elevator pitch. Is Groucho upset that, like, he fucked his girl? Yeah, he is. He has to be. Why would God be talking to the, like, you know, there's no pyramid scheme to Groucho. He's directly calling the boots on the ground. Yeah. Did he tell him yet? Well, get him killed. He can't go state's evidence. Well, don't forget, the boots on the ground is using the fucking call board from the, the cops. Oh, yeah, because he's connected and everything. But, I mean, what I'm saying is the guy's name is God, right? He's alone right. on a yacht. And meanwhile, he's in the day-to-day, like, we're going down there, see? I want him rubbed out, okay? It's just too, like, mid-level bossy. Right? It's middle management. Now, what does God represent in this movie? Um, money. That, that gives him power. He's all powerful. Gotcha. Because it's like the, he's the elusive gangster, and that's why no one can see him, and that's why he's called God or something like that. Yeah, like that. But it's all because he has enough money that he can do that. He can be mobile. He can have a million guards. He can, you know, he can stay isolated. Nobody gets to meet. No one in, no one out. He talks to his lieutenants. Shirtless Frankie Avalon with a pencil-thin mustache. And Annette Funicello is nowhere to be found. And you know what? I got ads in one. Can you, you fucking believe it? Because he has a snooker table. You got ads again? Yeah, I'm burning through them right now. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, damn it. Uh, where are where? Not, uh... Can you tell me when you hit 15? I'm there. Okay. okay. I'll tell you when. 25. When you have to 808 to 25. It's time to ask. I'm at 30, 31, 32. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm right behind you. All right. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, no. Hey, you got to help me, Doc. 
I got oh, the chicken box. Deployed to get them out of here or some shit. Yeah, they took acid, and this is the best they could come up with. Hey, we could put red dots in our face and say we got chicken box. Yeah, that's a good idea. Or we could take more acid. That sounds like a better idea. <laughs> or we could take more acid. Do like, you want to like take a day off, have a break? Ah, you would think, but no, we should oh. take more acid. Did you see what he put up there? Yeah, the pizza pie. I didn't know he, he knew how to box. <laughs> oh, the kids are still going to find those presents. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hey, oh, great. Mission Impossible. Yeah, you you want to hear some fucking right-wing bullshit, man? When right. Trump was elected, right? Yeah. My father-in-law came over for the for Christmas, for, you know, like on Christmas Day or Eve, whatever it was, for the family thing. And he goes, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And he goes to me, he goes, isn't it great? Now that Trump's in office, we can say Merry Christmas again. I was like, oh, thank God. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, so true. Well, happy holidays I... to you too, Jack. Well, because I've never heard anyone say Merry Christmas uh, starting the day after the second Halloween ends to uh, November uh, to January 2nd. So I'm glad. It was all thanks to Trump. Uh, Next thing you know, though, like when Thanksgiving comes around, we'll celebrate as a, you know, recognized holiday. Thank Ashana. What I don't understand, like people don't understand about Christmas is that they'll say, oh, this woke uh, culture is canceling everything. You can't. Mm -hmm. Name me a recent Christmas song, right? Mariah Carey, and that was 30 years ago. The rest are, are you know, Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer 40 years ago. It's all, <laughs> yeah. it's all jingle bells and stuff from the 40s. Yeah. Silent night, you know, like White Christmas and all it's that shit. It's the traditional ones that come up each day. Why can't we evolve as a, as a culture? I, and I think say, I'll skip this one this year. Mary, oh, God, yeah. The lucky fucking the waitresses. No one goddamn remembers Square Pegs, right. but they Didn't wrote one Christmas song. Having a wonderful Christmas. I know. He made bank off of that. And now, you know, what's another? Oh, uh, last Christmas, I gave you my yeah. heart. Lucky so Wham, bro. What, move on as a culture. Like, let's grow. We don't have to all. Yeah. Or stop saying that the, the culture is dead and that people are rejecting things from 50 years ago because it every year isn't. it's the same fucking old song. So obviously we're, we haven't evolved. We haven't rejected it. Yeah. Say, it oh, oh we we're just, there it is. It's not that I don't want like, oh, baby, it's cold outside. That's a rape culture uh, song and we, we shouldn't be singing it. No, we just want another song, you know? Like, does yeah. that hurt? God, the movie Toys with Robin Williams takes place at Christmas, and they had Trevor Horn write a Christmas song, original song. Right. No one remembers it. The movie's a fucking bomb. Why don't we just play that song a hundred million times? Oh, what here's one do? that's interesting. The um, and it at Christmas time it came from a movie. It was um, that uh, Home Alone two. Right. And that became that. That's um. Well, wasn't Home Alone a Christmas? Well, it came out during Christmas. The, well, uh, that yeah, that Home Home Alone too. Yeah, it's Christmas in New York, and they're singing right. that song, and it's like it's a made-up Christmas song, right? And then, like years later, because that movie was so popular, now they're playing it at the elementary school, 
I know, but that's because we're starved as a culture for new Christmas content. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, it's too much Christmas content. You have cable networks play, you know, they would terrestrial television channels will play like one Christmas movie after another, and they would start in September and end in October. You know, every, every, uh, all the smart musicians made one Christmas song, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I always think of like Seth, Seth Rogen, who's a terrific Jew, even made the night before, which is like even he made a Christmas movie. You know, mm-hmm. they're not they're not stupid. And that movie was all references about Christmas movies anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that movie, but it wasn't the greatest. I remember he was like giving the nod to the cool Jewish guy, you know, yeah. beat him. That was pretty cool. It was all in slow motion. Yeah, it was not <laughs> They've they've done better movies, but yeah, it but exists. I mean it was fun. Look at this; he's got a little pep pill. Here to St. Louis. So I guess this is a lot of characters, and they either still say in the movie there. So they're trying to figure out the the puzzle. I know it's somebody left a note, right? Which they wrote on the wall. Yeah, which was that's that was um that was a stereotype about poor people. Do you remember that song um <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee? People write on the wall because they don't yeah. have, can't afford paper. Yeah, yeah. It's like and they're dumb. Like my uncle yeah. wrote it on the wall. Yeah, you don't remember that song? How did I gotta I gotta I'll have to check it out. But you're right, like if you check out my house and by the phone it says uh, coffee three o'clock. Call <laughs> Carl. Carl Cole says read on the phone. Mike, it says. Mike. I remember now. Long distance information. Give me Memphis, Tennessee. Do you know it? All right, oh, never no. mind. I'll check it out. You know what this scene reminds me of? Have you ever seen Paddington Bear? Paddington and Paddington Two. Is he too? flashing back? I have seen Paddington. Do you remember the old that when he goes to prison, they all wore outfits like that? He he died in pink. No, I don't. Wait a second. Everyone's on acid. That's right. Oh, right. That's why he's seeing all that shit. Tune in and drop out, my brother. Now oh, it's wow. a movie bit. When we watched the trailer last week, Timothy Leary, Dr. Timothy Leary was like, you gotta see this movie. Yeah. Let me hear Burgess. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was so... There it is. Oh, are they on acid too? I guess yes. Yeah, I guess you can hear it from the. From the <laughs> what old people do. Oh, so I finally figured out what you're trying to tell me. The Penguin, the Joker, and the Riddler, and Mr. Freeze are all in this movie. Yeah, and same Bat Channing. Same Bat Channing, same Bat Time, same Bat Channing. There's no Star Trek connection, but Batman, hell yeah. You know, at the end of this movie, the announcer says, no i guess uh ralph is not on acid oh they gave acid to everyone else yeah uh, that's a crime they should be go to jail for that not bud court won't be allowed to leave why he doesn't want to right no it's just he was held up by jaws because jaws is on acid Whoa. At first, I thought this was um, 
our good friend Lurch, who we saw in the Donnie and Marie. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Ted What's Cassidy. Ted Cassidy. Yeah, Ted Cassidy. Played Lurch in the original Adams Family. Right. Yeah. Hello? That- Hello? Are you tripping on acid or something? Look at that fucking blotch job of uh, grease paint. Oh. Look at Burgess Meredith. Wow, everyone's fucking tripping. Did you know my... Oh, that this is, is version. Are you tripping acid? No, man. But do you know your la- your name spelled backwards is dog? <laughs> You're right about that grease paint mustache. It was just slapped on. Yeah. He must have had a mole and then he felt self-conscious. And that's why there's like an extra dab. This is criminal. You know the story about Playboy After Dark uh, when the Grateful Dead performed on the TV show? Oh, uh, I think I remember... Yeah, do tell me the story. He had Hugh had a uh, Hugh Hefner Hef had a syndicated show where it would be from like Chicago Playboy Club, and one time he had Grateful Dead, and I I heard this story from the four hour Grateful Dead documentary. Uh, one of their asshole buddies uh, doused the water, and uh, everyone was tripping the the crew the cast and everyone I, I guess wow. Hef, while they were performing their song. Not nice. Well, it's an asshole move. Like, they're yeah. being assholes for doing this because it wasn't, you know, there's no consent to it. They just went ahead and doused it. And people freak out. Like, if you don't realize that you've taken drugs, it's going to take you a while to figure that out. Yeah, that's right. You just think you're going crazy or having yeah. a day or something. And then just Not cool. too much. And you realize this has got to be external, internal. Listen, I got to say, Hugh Hefner, I just, I like, okay, that, he was a victim then, but I got to tell you, Hugh Hefner, he's dead to me. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he's dead to you. He's dead well, to everyone. He can't, yeah. you know, he can't get a table in this town anymore. <laughs> yeah, he can't get a table in this town. He can't town. get arrested. Yeah, who's going to make the reservation? Hef? Come on. You know, Hef bought, and he when he died, he was uh, cremated next to Marilyn Monroe in a mausoleum. Hmm. He bought the mausoleum lot next to Marilyn Monroe like 20, 30, 40 yeah. years ago. Creepy. Well, no, not creepy. She was the first uh, photo right. he, that was. Yeah, he, oh, no, he made it, He made his fortune off of those photos. Well, no, why. he launched a career. He didn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean. But that, yeah, yeah, but it's like. If I lost a career from naked photos of Carl and then, God forbid, you pass away, I'm not going to make sure I go out of the way that I get my 95 demented ass. Did you pay pay me to be in those photos? And did those photos help me to become a movie star? Yeah, but I didn't ask you to bury, to have your mausoleum spot next to mine. He's paying me. Okay, well, look, I'm not defending you. He doesn't have a family? There was... You got to be fucking kidding me. Add in two. Add. Uh, I have an ad. I'm going to four, three, two, one. Oh. Yeah. You know, I, I know that like when you get ads on YouTube, the trick is to go to the end and then replay it. And then when you replay it, whoa, now I'm tripping. All these Oscars. This movie has a lot of Oscar caliber performances. Like wow. Oscar the Grouch. Wait, those are the Can Can Girls. Da, 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 da. Pathmark Can Can Girls. <laughs> this movie has a lot of Oscar worthy performances. Like this oh, one. They're yeah, Oscar, like this, Oscar the right? Grouch. 
<laughs> oh, this is Oscar the Grouch homage. Yeah. Mike, I do you know this is in our neighborhood. I don't know out in LA where you are, but now ShopRite has the can can selling lots of cans of brands of everything in cans. Are you saying that path, Mark, has the, 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 the can, can, can. right? You had the late actor uh, James Karen. Uh, Pathmark can no, he did Acme, didn't he? No, he was the no, Pathmark he guy. Path he was Mark. Yeah. yeah, we saw him in one of our films. Oh, Hard Bodies Two, where he played the director. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he was an interesting guy. Yeah. Like this, this whole thing, yeah, I got it. This They're is all too fucking long. Wild. This is going on too long. And it's so fake too. This is again like Otto Preminger out of all the people in the world decide to like do a youth culture movie, and this is what we get. Yeah, they're think they think they're in a musical right now. Uh, yeah, it's embarrassing. I would be embarrassed to be in okay. the audience. I was saying what a good movie Skidoo was. I think I was watching Jackie Gleason's performances. Yeah, I, I think thinking, yeah. yeah. This parts of it that's good. good, but this is the part where you're like in your yeah on a movie house with your What's date. Yeah, it's yeah. just as stupid as the visual warning. Hey, let's go on a date. Uh, I was thinking I'll take you out to see Skidoo. Yeah, that sounds great. And then like an hour into, you're like, uh, what am I doing? Yeah, one I time I got my... really, I, I thought we were going to this film festival. My friend was like, let's go see Skidoo. When I got out of the car, we went, we were at, we were at the Beacon Theater. It was Huskerdoo. It was Huskerdoo. Oh, right. Double nickels on a dime. Look at this. Hey, who's that guy trying to get out of a garbage can? Yeah, who's who? Who's Skidoo? Who's Skidoo? What was the? Do you did you ever see that notorious ad? Who's Skidoo is named after a board game that uh, got in trouble because they had subliminal message ads in their their advertising. That that's really true. Is Who's Skidoo the one where it's like pretty sneaky, sis? No, no, this was like that's Connect Four. The oh, Husker right. Du was a game, but it was like Husker Du, the new board game from Milton Bradley, and then right. they say like buy it, you know, and the, oh, really? got, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's evil! They got caught. Yeah, they had to fucking stop it. So I've never heard of the board game. I I know the band was named after that. So Mickey Rooney's now going to get a call from God. Yeah, and God's going to say drop dead already. You see what I mean? He's acting like he's the local mob boss and less like God. I don't know. Excuse me for yawning. Oh, my God. I, you know, the, I'm trying to think of gangster movies where, you know, they Godfather would call and see like, hey. Well, no, but think about that. The Godfather was one of the five families. He well, was... they had a Rico. There was all Rico laws and they were trying to skirt responsibility they didn't want to have a uh paper trail okay but remember it, okay what's a good figure who's really like god uh i don't know if your name is god and the whole thing is you're untouchable you own everybody you know you would own the judges and own the jury and own the you wouldn't actually do the calling Right. Yeah, I hear you. Keep a staff. You know, this, this acid is so strong that they can get away with the forty minutes it takes to get a hot air balloon. Going. Yeah, this is yeah. absolutely bizarre. Can you imagine, poor fucking Jackie Gleason? 
Not your finest moment, Jackie. You don't think so? This is funny. What, him lying sideways in the garbage can as it lifts up? It's embarrassing. It is? It, it's not comedic? Uh, okay. I, I guess it's comedic in the sense that there's no fear. There's no shame in that performance. <laughs> that's as yeah, true as possible. Jury rigged that. Oh, there's Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Do you remember when I took acid and I couldn't open my left eye? What's yeah, Freddy Freddy? Remember the frozen meats that was advertising in the commissary of the prison? Oh. Remember I took acid, I put my hat on sideways and waved out a balloon? What a night. I know, you got fired for that. Now, is this or is this not Alcatraz? Yeah, it's Alcatraz. Look at that. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, you're right. I thought it was fucking Warner Brothers. Back now, Mike, if we, if the Indians, if the Native Americans could take this place and be there for years, you and me can move in, dude. What are we they don't want to us out. Yeah, well, no, they have a business of operation. They got tourists coming every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, sure look at that! Too. How pretty is the skyline? So We're simple. shutting that down. What a great view of the Bay Bridge, right? Yeah, Love that bridge, the Bay Love Bridge. Love that bridge. What, what color is that bridge? Yeah. Not international orange. Maybe it was before they painted it. That's ridiculous. You know, that international orange just makes it look like a rust. You were saying on the show, you were like, if I was a pirate strolling down the bay, <laughs> I wouldn't go this rust buck. I mean, I like, look at the Bay Bridge. The color yeah. of the lights, wow, they're going down fast. Whoa, oh, look at all those rooftops. It's kind of cool. This is a good San Francisco City movie. Yeah. Look at that. He's got a rooftop there. There's the bottom of Manhattan, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, Statue of Liberty's over there. That's the Barros. There's uh, Eminem. For this, to see the towers, it's too soon. Oh, yeah, too soon. But there's Guy Ferrari's uh, Times Square restaurant. Uh, Frankie busted. I do. So I I don't remember, but he's got some orders now from God, who's a local mob boss, for goodness sakes. He said, uh, we're both on the boat. I want you to kill someone on the boat. Oh, yeah. He's got to kill the daughter for some reason. And he's watching. Yeah, they don't really have those. Even now, I got the video screen. That's right. Uh, we don't. We oh, saw he, that also at the in the casino one. Sonny's oh, father, which. Uh, oh right, it was uh uh, it's all there or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's really there or something like that. I remember that it was. Uh, what's really happening? What's really happening with Luke Thayer? Luke. Um. Yeah, it was something like that, and I don't know that film kind of. They had the TV monitors. Like, that's the way they saw the future was going to be. Right. But that is a Batman move, though. The giant monitor where you could talk to it and it talks back. Yep. Not uh, the old catches. Star Trek move. Yeah, well, Star Trek, it was the future, though, and it wasn't a television monitor. It was a cool screen. So they're all hippies. Oh, there's Carol. Everyone's dressed like um, they're in jail with Jackie Gleason. Oh, you got to see Paddington too, Paddington Bear. Okay, it's really, it's really, it's a great movie. It's a great kids movie, great adult movie. But he t he dies. He does the laundry for the prisoners, and he he dies them all pink by mistake. 
<laughs> so, so the rest of the movie, they're wearing the striped shirts. They're all pink. <laughs> now, look, I will not see Paddington. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's a great film, you say? You yeah. know how long it took me to see Frozen? It's no Frozen. Come on. I'm all not right. telling you to see Frozen. I'm telling you to see Paddington, too. All right. I'm you don't need to see the first one. Just see the second one with Hugh Grant. Okay. Paddington, too. Hugh Grant, does he fall in love with Paddington? Yeah, well, he he plays hard. You know, he's a, he's a little awkward about it, but yeah, he wants to fuck the bear. <laughs> so now, wait, isn't there a gay thing and like you're a bear? There's a joke in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah, a bear, a big hairy guy. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, that yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah, you got a belly. You know, there's all different types of cubs. I don't have all day. I think uh, maybe fat, hairy dudes made that up to become attractive. Oh, yeah, bear, that's a thing. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever, Carl. Whatever gets you into the scene. <laughs> sure, you're not going to stop at one bear. This is uh, everything's happening at once. How many bear? Yeah, the cop will pull you over. How many bears have you had tonight, sir? <laughs> uh, I was drinking a uh, near bear. Now, this is a little unbelievable, this part of the film, right? And Carol they Chico, all made it, yeah. They're all dressed up like pirates, or maybe not all of them, but here comes the monkeys. I don't know. Oh, right, the band, the rock band comes. That's a little awkward. You're a musician. Like, how easy it is to get off of a boat onto a yacht? With yeah, guitar? just start jamming in two seconds. Also, look how everyone is so clean. They didn't go on this long journey sweating on a boat. They're very, cl very clean hippies in this movie. Skidoo. Is she singing the Skidoo song? Oh my god, let's listen. Oh, it sounds horrible. But if you want research, you know, Harry Nielsen uh, wrote the soundtrack and the song, the end, he sings every cre end credit uh, listed under the end credits. So he'll say it's starring Jackie Gleason, and then he'll say production by you know continuity girl da da da. You know, Beatles loved Harry Nielsen, and then when John was like on his lost weekend away from yes, Nielsen, yes, hung out with him like every day. So it was the Hollywood vampires, right? It was John Lennon, Harry Nielsen, and Mickey Dolenz from the the Monkees. Oh, really? Mickey Dolenz too, huh? Yeah, that's cool. I guess, yeah, that's cool. A monkey and a beetle? I never thought I'd see the day. Yeah, well, I, you know, it's the Beatles really bit a lot off of the monkeys. I mean, I mean, you know the song Help, right? Yeah. That he didn't hear Last Train to Clarksville and started locking on his own guitar. You know, Lennon bit a little bit off of the monkeys. Well, you know, I'm an insufferable Beach Boys fan, so. I'm I'm of the school that they heard pet sounds and they said we gotta do we gotta do better than this. <laughs> oh, that Mike, that is not true. To hear you say that, you're insufferable. I'm insufferable. No, I'm very. I'm, I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> Beach Boy fans are insufferable. They Thank can, God we got this song on mute right now. Oh my God! Good news. Good news. These hippies are just taking over. Look, is that what she's singing? Yeah, it is. No, I guess not. 
but it's just as bad. It's, it just sounds so good. It goes on and on and on. It's just it's not like, like the we're, can can Dan. Yeah, like we're talking over this as we do every Sunday at two p.m. But it's like uh, because there's nothing really we're watching. Like, can you imagine just watching this? Hey, here's the husband and the titty girls from the bus, even. And they the makeup hasn't smeared at all. Yeah, it's just not believable. Look how they're all so clean. They just showered, new clothes. Yeah. Hey man, I got my electric guitar from the boat. Here, you want to get lay? You want to lay? You want to? Oh, well. uh, punch! Oh, all right. That wasn't a lay. It was a wreath. I, my joke doesn't. Those were lays. Yeah, they were. Potato chips. Okay, so <laughs> now we're gonna have a conjugal visit. It's one of my favorite scenes. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> fat and skinny laying in the bed fat rolled over and skinny was dead oh my god I guess they have sex what's with the death of God and they the mother on the boat oh they're, they're Scientologists it's the Sea Org oh, he's god. L. Ron Hubbard I get it. that makes sense well they're married wait a minute she should be marrying the hippie I know don't make a joke out of me. I'm 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 not the I'm the Joker. Wow, she just got married, and she's already kissing the dad. Whoa! Don't marry uh, hippie dude. Okay, I guess this is it. This is the movie's wrapping up. There's God, escaping. Now Mickey Dolenz will jump off a bridge into a pool into the Bahamas. You know, you ever hear stories about like uh, Groucho having like young men sleeping over his house? Oh no, uh, I, I, I. Oh, who's it? Anthony Perkins. That was the one he would hang out with. Uh -huh. So would I see him in Young Austin Pendleton? Oh, skidoo! Here we go. That's auto parameter. Uh, this. Right, I remember this. Yeah. He had this weird thing where he wouldn't perform live because he was scared. He had some incident in which he bombed. That's not the right word for a musician. Right. He booed off the stage or whatever, and it scarred him, and he never, ever. I never thought that was cool. It just doesn't make any sense. You're a musician, so just play your music. Well, also, like, if you're performing, you're going to have good sets and bad. You're fucking kidding me. They're putting a goddamn ad during the end credits of Harry Nilsson's song? You're That's fucking me. heresy. Skidoo. Skidoo. Yeah, don't harass. Har har okay, Harry Nielsen, the joke is over. Nope. I didn't realize that was uh, Slim Pickens. That's a hey, hell of an operator. Cool. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. You got to listen to the song, Carl. You got to listen to the words, man. Oh no! Look, I, there's when there's not a lot of words there. I mean, those are Stone slim County. Pickens. Those are slim. Pickens. Look at that ass. This is like Austin Pendleton is Fred the Professor. Alexander, hey, is Marlene? Come on, join in if you know the words. And Luna is God's mistress. We love Luna. It was Luna, not in there. Music and lyrics by Harry Nielsen. Arranged by and conducted by. George Tipton. God, he imagined it was just like a Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was like the <laughs> credits. Lord of the Rings was a...
Lord of the Rings, sung by Harry Nilsson, then credits. Carl, what'd you think of this movie? Overall, I have to say I like it, and I think I recommend it. I think that just Jackie Gleason alone is enough. Uh, and, you know, it's an interesting take on all the hippie stuff. Now, all the musical numbers are shit. Now, I admit it was the <laughs> end of the film. Right. I don't know. It, when, when Jackie's not on the screen, this movie suffers. But it's worth it to, to get You will they get through it. They really try. Like, when he's not on screen, they have, like, Groucho. They have all these other faces. Yes. I and don't know. I this great yeah. that uh, Not Bud Court was in it, and Danny Goldman was not in it. That's great. Well, I, I mean, I like this. This is, like, if, if you're a fan of bad movies, you if you haven't experienced it, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a chance to rewatch it, because chances are you will. That's the thing. This is, like, the third time I've seen this movie. <laughs> And I, it's so crazy, like the singing, the credits, the casting, the idea, the trip. It's all kind of fun and crazy, but then it just doesn't make up for the songs or the hippie bashing or the pop culture filter that is through. So, you know, copyrighted, <laughs> MCMLXXVIII. <laughs> MCMLXVIII. I love it. Oh, I love Keith. I love Keith. Uh, well, that's the first time where I've, I've seen the directed by credit at the end like that. That's interesting. And that's actually an interesting choice, like a good choice. Yeah, no, it is a good choice because usually before the movie ends, the, the opening credits, the last credit says directed by. Yeah. It's, it, this one says it's an Otto Preminger film. And then usually at the end credits, the first credit you'll see is boom, directed by Otto Previnger. So this one, they wait till the very end. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I, you know. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Hear yeah. Uh, but, you know, the guy whose channel this movie is on, he has a lot of great movies. He has Head, another 60s film, and he has a 60s film that I have heard about and read about, but I've never seen, and we have a chance to see it. Uh, of course, I am talking about Wild in the Streets. Okay, Wild in the Which I think is like a, a hippie, a young person becomes president. I think it's the, the... They changed the rule about not being 35. Okay, so what year? 68. Okay, 68, Wild in the Streets official trailer. And the channel is YouTube. Can that be right? Oh God, I hope not. We, well, yeah, I gotta, I gotta check again. I. Uh... Uh, the channel is Movie Dome One Hundred One. Oh, for the uh, for trailer. the trailer. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I want to join you, Carl. I forgot to clear my search, so I had Skidoo Wild in the Streets. Okay, here we go. Uh, oh, there's a rip. Purple Jerks Wild in the Street. Oh wait, this says the trip, nineteen sixty nine. Hold on. I must yeah, no. be the wrong. Yeah, this isn't the right thing. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh I have Demetrius Parsis's Wildest Street original theatrical trailer. Okay. Okay, what the channel Prometheus? A Demetrius. Oh, okay, That's, I'm there. I'm hitting great. pause. I'm zeros. I'm a Zero, zero, zero. Okay, you want to do the audio or should yeah, I? Yeah, let me I, uh, crank okay. it up. Uh, 
pretty. Now look, count us down right. Be a celebrity. Be a comedian. Do well, a countdown. Well, I should pause it first. Oh. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Ready? Okay. Uh, well, uh, Carl, you know, it's really great, yeah, you know, performing great. in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're really right. I, I Get out I, of here. Yeah, no, I like co-hosting your shows. I would never think uh, otherwise. Yeah. All right. And three, two, one, go. Right, he's in his 20s. Mm-hmm. He's got a rat tail. That's a total mistake, man. Johnny Streets? Cool. Yeah, we like Stretch. Christopher Jones. Diane Marse. Al Albrook. Richard Pryor. Interesting. Begley Sr. Yeah, you tell Hal Holbrook. All right, this will be fun. Yeah, I wanted to do this movie, but, you know, there was Skidoo. We had to do Skidoo. Me and my big Skidoo mouth. But I like that the Skidoo was a switcheroo, but it wasn't really. No, it's more of like revisiting an old friend all right so ladies and gentlemen next week we're going to be watching wild in the street i'm tired of this two minute video uh trailer where young people become president and shit gets it out i wonder if billy jack shows up and talks to uh, goes to washington oh yeah right yeah uh wow the trailer's still going there's a hippie holding congress there's richard pryor Look at that. that. like uh the guy that uh steve martin parodies a second ago oh yeah Wait, did you see them in Congress? They're like, stop the steal. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Paradise Camp. Ooh, politics. What's going on in this movie? I don't know. Maybe I'm going to hate it because I'm like so done with this trailer. I know. It's a, oh, old people go to old people camp. Oh, old people go to old people camp? Yeah, look at that. She's trying to climb the barbed wire. Oh, of the my God. Con- look at all that ketchup on her hands. This actor, I'm it's a Hal Holbrook, but he doesn't have a mustache. He's clean shaven. Hal Holbrook. Oh, he's, he's got, got a, gun. a gun. Hal Holbrook's got a gun. Starring this guy singing. Hey, Carl, if you're under 30, you want to see it. And if you're over 30, you better see it. Yeah, for my own good. Don't Larry, try. Oh, no. Larry Bishop, the biggest asshole in the world, is in it. What's, what's, well, I'll find All out. Right. Well, you know, uh, Kill Bill Volume Two. Remember, he goes, everyone had an asshole on their elbow. He's that guy, but he uh, he was like one of those like biker guys in the sixties in those movies, and then he made his uh, his own movie. I think after Kill Bill, where he was like a hip biker, and it was so fucking bad. Anyway, Larry Bishop, what a lineup! Wild in the streets, ladies and gentlemen. Christopher Jones becomes the first president, who's twenty two. And this is not a Disney Channel movie. This is a hippie movie. So we're going to be talking about the kids. <laughs> Carl, people can find you at carlsucks.com. And he uh, certainly does. And uh, Scotty is over in Springfield, New Jersey. Are you, you Every big... weekend. Ooh, can I promote something? Yes. I will be performing at the 20th annual San Francisco Sketch Fest in January 26th. Uh, You're going back home. I'm going back. 
Bonzo Sons going back for the weekend. Uh, it's with Colin Mahan. We are the Great Difficulties. We are co-headlining a bill with the cool. fantastic Please Leave the Bronx. Uh, Carl, uh, Colin and I and Please Leave the Bronx performed at the first Sketchfest 20 years ago. So we'll, and we performed 10 years ago and we'll be performing uh, this year on the 20th year. Uh, so yeah, uh, check it out. Go to sfsketchfest.com and if you're in the Bay Area and you want to see uh, Mike perform, come see me on the 26th and that's yeah. over at uh, Piano Fight. Carl, what a pleasure. Thank you so much for the research you didn't bother doing. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just glad we got a, an episode in. And, I can uh, plug. I'm going to be at Scratch Fest. Uh, and oh. oh, yeah, I'm really getting itchy. I got poison ivy and I got poison oak, and I'm going to get it all over myself before we all get together in this auditorium, scratch the fuck out of ourselves and others. It's a, it's a community thing. Scratch Fest. It's it's coming up January twenty sixth. Well, I can't wait for the uh, and this that's in San Francisco. No, that's a Scratch Fest. Yeah, it's in San Francisco. Scratch. San Francisco. <laughs> scratch Fest. Yeah. Hey, so we're gonna stop while we're ahead. Uh, we'll see you next week. Take it easy. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Eagle. Watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Eagleman. It's been over one long year watching movies bad, strange, and weird. By Michael. Hi, this is Carl. I, I, I'm Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. My turn-ons are French noodles, Chinese noodles, and, and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael. Good evening and welcome to the Gates of Delirium, a two-hour exploration of the very best of progressive rock and roll, hosted by me, Perkins Warbeck. I am back from my quixotic adventure, attempting to reclaim the English throne for the Plantagenets. We have failed this time. I expect at some point in the future there will be ultimate victory. But for now, it's progressive rock and roll. For the next two hours, here at mutinyradio.fm. Again, my name is Perkins Warbeck. You're listening to Astral Entrance by the German progressive rock band Eloy. I'm here now at the 
sprawling studios of Mutiny Radio here at the, in the heart of the Mission District of San Francisco, California. It's 6 o'clock here in San Francisco, 9 o'clock in Connecticut, and 3 in the morning in Amsterdam, for what it's worth. Our fearless leader, Pam Benjamin, shall be arriving shortly. Every Wednesday night, she hosts an open mic comedy show and dinner at Asiento at the intersection of 21st and Bryant, I believe it is. Check it out. It starts at 7.30. In the meantime, I'm going to start off the evening on an energetic note. And then we're going to get into 